Hey there, folks, and welcome to episode 77 of Eddie and Caleb's HeroCast. I am Caleb B. That's where you can follow me on Twitter. Follow Eddie at E-D-D-Y-C-8-5. Follow the show at EC underscore Hero. Our Instagram is EC HeroCast. Eddie will post on there quite often. And hit up our Gmail, ECHeroCast at gmail.com. As mentioned, this is episode 77. Oh, also... Check me out every Thursday morning on the Grave Council, which is a part of the Social Suplex Podcast Network. Eddie, the recording date is September 7, one day after Labor Day. How are you doing tonight, sir? I'm good, and since you cut out, it's Grave Consequences. I think you review, like, before they were famous, the AEW roster version. Uh, Yeah, before they were famous, AEW and uh, WWE, yes. Well... They're not really famous in WWE, but they're there. Whatever, dude. Either way, you know, we, we've talked about this before. That show was ahead of its time, um, especially with where, where you consider most of where the roster is these days. Anyway, that's not why we're here. Yeah. We're here to zoom on into the past. Mm-hmm. Good old Zoom. Mm-hmm. Zoom Zoom, which is funny. We're we're actually uh, recording this on Skype. Yeah, Zoom was big last year. Zoom had a big year, but uh, did not have a big box office, which we'll get to. I didn't write that down actually, but that's wow, good to know. I assumed I assumed it wasn't good. I will tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> no, you'll be quite surprised. I'm actually glad. I want to hear a genuine reaction. That should be good. Okay, well, the first things first, we're going to dig up the time capsule. This was released on August 11, 2006, and the number one song in the country, same as last week, Promiscuous by Nelly Furtado. Pardon me. Mm -hmm. Um, Champions in wrestling at the time. On Raw, you had Edge as WWE champion. On Tuesday nights on ECW, you had The Big Show as the ECW champion. Uh, you remember All the, white, the glory? sir? But, no, he was the big show at the time, so. Okay. It's like an Ellen Elliott Page situation, you know? Exactly like that. Exactly the same, yes. On SmackDown on Friday nights, you had Booker, t- pardon me, King Booker as mm. the world heavyweight champion. Did you like King Booker? Um, it wasn't really a main event act, but I liked it. Yeah. No, I would agree with that. Um, in TNA, of course, still NWA World's Heavyweight Champion at the time, Jeff Jarrett. But hey, I, I will say this: after this movie, we don't have to deal with Jeff Jarrett World Champion ever again. Oh wow! Now is this this is before Booker T's TNA run, correct? Uh, didn't I just say that Booker T was on SmackDown? Right, but I know he he leaves <laughs> and then he comes back for like a minute. Uh, he left in 07, so yes, this was before... Okay. He, he, yeah, didn't he come back to WWE for, like... I mean, obviously he's back now, but, like, I thought he had, like, a, just a couple matches when he came back, but maybe I'm wrong. He came back in 2011, was in a Royal Rumble, a couple of Royal Rumbles, actually, had a couple of matches with Cody Rhodes, and then quietly retired. All yeah. Right. So, yeah, yeah, I was... I didn't think... He did the King Booker after a TNA. No. No. Uh, in 
Ring of Honor, still your Ring of Honor world champion, Brian Danielson, a name we are hearing again. Mm-hmm. Yes. But, I mean, I guess Brian Danielson has existed on Total Bellas and Total Divas for the past seven years as well. Well, what were you doing this fine late summer of 06? Getting ready for middle to start middle school and uh, my first ju- uh, middle school football season as well. Well, I was in college. This was been about autumn quarter of 06. Okay. I redeemed myself with uh, intermediate algebra. Nice. Which is 104. I'm, it seems more than intermediate, but anyway, uh, got a B in that. And the only other non-math class I did not pass. This was uh, very bad luck. I'm gonna have two stories today about sickness, and this is one of them. I took Spanish 102, which I should have gotten like a, at least a B in as I did Spanish 101 and uh, just went into the final with a pretty good grade and just bombed it. I was, this was, you know, back in my day, kids, before this COVID stuff, you, uh, if you were sick and you had to take an exam, that's too damn bad. (laughs) There was no, there was an, if, if you were in the hospital or if a family member died, you'd have to provide proof. And then you could take the final exam on that Saturday at the end of the week. That was the emergency makeup day. But if you were like me, who had like just a real, real bad head cold and uh, stomach ache, no, you better get your ass in and take this exam. So, yeah, I'm pretty sure I finished first because I was like not with it. I was doing the really loud sniffs, which I hate being that guy, but it's like I didn't have a choice. I had to breathe, and I turned in the paper, hoped I didn't bomb enough to at least get a C, and then went straight to the bathroom and threw up. So I looked at the grade, and it's like a D. I'm like, yep, that's uh, that's about right. So, darn. Darn. <laughs> It would sound like uh, your your this was your Spanish class, correct? Yeah. It sounded like as far as that final exam went, you did uh, malissima. Yeah, I was feeling muy malo. <laughs> but yeah, I, it was. Uh, yeah, and, and you know, I would. Uh, yeah, it's just I was good at Spanish, but that was just I was not in the right uh, mindset to take a an exam and okay. yeah i mean you're not wrong that sounds like uh i'll give an example there there have been a handful of times when i decided to just get completely shit housed and 90 percent of the time you know when i'm not i am almost like rain man when it comes to this is very different uh wrestling trivia <laughs> but like in that 10 percent of the time when when your boy is gone I'm not going to be able to tell you left from right, let alone, like, who was world champion of whatever territory in 2002, for yeah. example. And look, I could, I, do it. I, I could do it right now without Googling. I, I can tell you, pal. I believe me, you. Do, dude, I'm daring you. I'm daring you. Do it right now. Um, okay. Um, Don't go to Japan. Stay in America. Okay. 
Um, let's see. All stay, stay. Um, after uh, nineteen ninety-seven. Oh, jeez, got enough provisions on this. That's a twenty-three-year window, dude. All right. Uh, main event of the WrestleMania in two thousand seven. Okay, 2007, that's Mania 23. That would have been John Cena versus Shawn Michaels for the WWE Championship. No, I believe you. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the uh, the other thing that sucked about that I forgot, you weren't even allowed to get up and go to the bathroom because, you know, you might cheat. Ooh. So that's... Yeah. I, I would have loved to have just gone to the bathroom and just stood there for like a few minutes and then thrown up and then blown my nose so that I could get all that junk out. And yeah. then I, I might have done little better on the exam but yeah i just had to sit there like knowing that a throw up was around the corner and then just be in the uh you know well we know what the sniffing sounds like when you have a nose full of mucus it's not good yeah. and i hated to be that guy but it's like it's either that or you drop the course <laughs> yeah which you know it's like i might as well try but yeah i wonder what the rules are now with covid like they can't. I feel like that that it's got to be like an online final, you know. Probably, yeah. Oh, hey, by the way, uh, by the time this comes out on September twenty second, I will be twenty seven. Oh, so, cool! Happy birthday! Yeah, happy birthday! Well, happy birthday on the twentieth, but but yes. Yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah. Uh. It- oh, uh, history with this movie. Oh, dude, uh, I remember this. I've never seen this before, but I remember seeing the trailers a lot as a kid because around 12, I was still watching Nickelodeon and uh, Cartoon Network, for example, and I remember seeing this on one of those stations, but I've never actually seen the movie until this past weekend. I never even heard of this movie, and I was looking at the list a few weeks ago, and I was like, what the hell is Zoom? And I was like, oh, it's probably one of those, like, young adult superhero movies, like Chronicle or I Am Four or... Um, number Four. <laughs> yeah, I Am Number Four or is that, uh, Push is another one. Wait, wait, wait. Does I Am... Does I Am Number Four, does that fit the criteria? Pretty sure it's on our list. Is it? I don't know that it's on mine, sir. I'll check. But anyway... We may, we may have to add it. Oh, boy. We'll be doing this for forever. Uh, well, you check while I tell this quick story. So, yeah. actually, I'll check because I don't know if it's on my list. Um, 2017 film. What's it called? I Am 4? I Am Number 4. Okay. I'm not certain that it qualifies, to be honest with you. But, hey, it's got Timothy Oliphant in it. I, I loved him in Justified, so that's cool. Uh, I don't know. It's not on my list. I'll look it up later. Anyway, I thought we that's will... what it was. Yeah. And and then I look, I googled it, and it's like starring Tim Allen. It's like, oh no, oh that's not good. Okay. And yeah. Like, yeah. And look, I've got a, uh, I have a soft spot in my heart for Tim Allen. You know, you grow up watching Home Improvement. Ooh. Yeah. But uh, man, he just he never got into movie. It, the movies were were not his thing. But uh, another quick story, because this brought up, uh, I mean, technically, it's in this, in this movie, it's uh, Area 52, but <laughs> I figured here's a good Area 51 story. Uh, 
I had plans to actually not visit the Area 51 because you can't, but like go outside, uh, you know, take a photo by the sign that's like use of deadly force authorized. Like, I don't know. I thought that'd be cool. Plus, just being in the area, I just, I I'm I'm a big Area 51 fan. I'll watch videos of people like going up to the gate. By the way, the back entrance gate is really scary looking. I don't know what it is. It's just like a guard shack in the middle of nowhere with a stop sign. And it's like, man, it just looks really creepy. It's like, because if you know, if you walk one step behind it, you'll probably get shot. But it's weird. But anyway, I had this planned out. I left this baseball game in Phoenix Saturday night. And... I drove halfway because I had a conference in Las Vegas, and I had a meet and greet the next day at 6 p.m. And I was like, I'm going to go to that. And Area 51 is two hours north of Las Vegas. I had it all timed out when I was going to leave. And I was going to get, I was going to go to the Little Alien, which is like a little restaurant outside of Area 51, and you can get your gift shops crap and, you know, take some photos. And I was, had it all planned out. I woke up the next day in Kingman, Arizona with getting ready to drive four hours and I woke up and I had felt like I had the worst hangover ever and I didn't even drink the night before so I don't know but I uh, I got some breakfast at the hotel and was very sick and I took some like Excedrin and just laid down until noon when I had to check out and I'm like well I hope these kick in soon so... I uh, I didn't have any more time to do it, but I'll get there one day. But I was going to do it, and I had everything all planned out, but yeah, I just woke up feeling awful. And uh, that's Next not... Year one. Next year we're going to go, pal. Yeah, maybe. I, I just, yeah. Uh, plus, it's... I had, I, and I had directions printed out, because your <laughs> Wi-Fi doesn't work out there. You're too far into the, the nothing. I mean, it's like... I think it's well, it's in a town called Rachel, Nevada. This is like a population of 50 people, so. Ooh. Yeah. Smaller than where I live, pal. Yeah, I know. And uh, the funny thing is, is like a lot of the people that live there or in nearby towns have their uh, job description because it's public record is like independent contractor construction. And it's like there's no construction in the area. And it's like they're just security for Area 51, and that's what they put on there. I know a lot about this stuff. The white truck. They drive the white truck that patrols the perimeter. Yeah. Hey, did you realize that uh, the Storm Area 51 uh, group meme thing from a couple of years ago happened on my birthday? Oh, I did not. But uh, A little bit for uh, Caleb birthday trivia there. Would you have gone? I chose not to go, so no. You know they would have shot every single person. <laughs> like, the whole... They'll, they, they can't stop us all. Like, yeah. well, they would have. <laughs> yeah. Because it's, like it's like 15 more miles after the fence. Like, people don't realize uh, that. It's like... That sucks. Yeah, the fence where it's, like, use of deadly force authorized. It's, like, 15 more miles after that. So, yeah, you're not getting there. And, like I said, look up uh, YouTube, the back entrance. It's it's just, I don't know. There's something about it that's just really creepy looking, like this desert. There's nothing around except this flashing stop sign 
and a guard shack with a big camera tower. It's just really kind of weird. I don't know. Uh, I'll I'll look at, at it later. We're recording a podcast right now. Well, yeah, I didn't mean now, but yeah, <laughs> I thought we'd talk about something interesting since this movie wasn't. Hey, this movie had a good soundtrack. Well, yeah, for 1999. I was going to say for 2000. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, this soundtrack was loaded with Smash Mouth. Big time. Big Smash Mouth, guys. Oh, my gosh. Um, who will? There was oh, another uh, one. Um, hey, hey, hey. Uh, critics. Uh, critical rating. Uh, fan rating. We need to, we need to get oh, this on man. the road, dog. Oh, did you also have the awards? Because I got those two. Did it win a Razzie? Uh, it was nominated for. Well, yeah, it did. Um, well, no, it won. Well, I'll tell you in a minute. So, uh, critics, Rotten Tomatoes, four percent. <laughs> Oof. Fans, thirty-three percent. Yeah. Uh, by comparison, Catwoman was nine percent fans, or sorry, nine percent critics, but eighteen percent fans. So. Yeah. Fans like this a little more, but critics, not as much. Anyway. Well, look, as bad as this was, we are never going to get Catwoman bad again. It's not going to happen. I, You're probably right, yeah. But I don't know if we'll get this bad again. Budget, $75.6 million. Box office, $12.5 million. Jeez, that is like <laughs> pan bad, dude. That is... Uh, let's see, negative $63.1 million, which puts it dead last on the money losers. I don't think we'll get anything to beat that. That's a lot of money lost. And that's uh, a yeah. negative 85.5 today. So, I don't know. I can't, th- I don't know if any movie, I mean, I'm sure movies have lost more than that, but. Pan, for example. What the hell is Pan? Um, 2015 film had, let's see here, like Hugh even, Jackman. Uh, like, even Cats broke even, kind of. Yeah. Hugh Jackman. Hey, Kate Mara's sister, Rooney Mara, was in that movie as well. Pan. Yeah, Hugh it's about... Jack- what in the hell is this? It looks terrible. <laughs> I seem to remember its budget, like, it, it not recovering, like, anything. Well, according to Wikipedia, uh, budget, $150 million, box office, $128.4 million. Oh, that's not as bad. Never mind. I, I had, whatever. It is bad, but. Yeah, it's not good. I'm going to look up the biggest money losers in a moment, but here's the awards. So... <laughs> Well, the daytime Emmys loved it because it won. It was nominated for outstanding sound mixing, so they love their Smash Mouth. But uh, worst actor Tim Allen nominated for this also. Uh-huh. <laughs> also, he had a bad year. The Santa Claus Three, The Escape Clause, and The Shaggy Dog. So he had the rare hat trick hey, nominations. <laughs> look, here's what I'm gonna say about Tim Allen. And, you know, you can say what you want about this movie, but much like the NFL poaches from bad experimental leagues and takes all the good things, um, who, did, uh, who did Tim Allen bear a strong resemblance to in this film? Who did he bear strong resemblance in this film? Like, have we Robert, the, the, uh, the aesthetic? 
Wait, what? Bro, the aesthetic of Tim Allen in this movie is very similar to Robert Downey Jr. in every Iron Man movie. The soul patch, the facial hair, all that, dude. Yeah, I suppose, but I mean, done so much, much like, worse. <laughs> it's like the uh, it's like when the NFL took the sky cam from the XFL, which I actually hated. <laughs> really, you yeah, don't like? I don't, the... I don't like the sky cam. Sucks. I love the sky cam, dude. Mm, not mm. not a fan. Oh, by the way, speaking of the soundtrack, and a song that wasn't uh, Smash Mouth. <laughs> Freaking, uh, what was it? It's a five for fighting song. Um, oh, was it the, uh, I no, can't. That's, no, that's another song. Never mind. I'm not that naive. I'm more than a bird. That song. Yeah, there was another the one. Part. It was like, I forget. I'll have to look it up. I can't think of the name right now, but I swear, dude. It, and as soon as I heard that, I was like, I actually like this song. But it's hilarious that it's in this kids movie that they're like, we need to get a somber scene in this. Well, here's <laughs> here was the nominees for worst actor that year at the Razzies. You had Rob Schneider in the Benchwarmers and Little Man. Ooh. You had Larry the Cable Guy and Larry the Cable Guy Health Inspector. <laughs> you had Nicolas Cage in the Wicker Man. Bro. Just, Wicker Man's hilarious. Screw okay, you. That's first, a gr- hilarious movie. Funny? What's funny is, like, Nicolas Cage is legitimately a very good actor. Yeah, we'll find out next week. I mean, not necessarily. <laughs> I'm talking about, like, in, like, Mandy and The Color Out of Space and things like that, you know? Yeah, his wacky roles. Those are the ones you want to point to. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. And then, yeah, Tim Allen, like I said, he had the hat trick of nominees. Uh, nominations, rather. But uh-huh. they both, everyone lost out to Marlon Wayans and Sean Wayans in Little Man. Which I remember that movie. That just looked unwatchable. <laughs> it's funny you say that because I've seen it before. Was it unwatchable? Uh, it was not good. Sounds about right. Oh, yeah. Uh, Superman, Five for Fighting. It's not easy. Yeah. It's not easy. And Jimmy World, the middle. Hey. Hey, uh, what do you think Rip Torn regrets more, this or Freddy Got Fingered? Oh, Freddy Got Fingered. Daddy, would you like some sausage? Uh, Dude, okay, here's the thing. Say what you want about Freddy Got Fingered. It's memorable. Like, if you watched it, you could, a year from now, you'd be like, oh, I remember the freaking house in Afghanistan and so on and so forth. A year from now, you're not going to remember a lick about Zoom. I suppose I've, I don't know I I think I've mentioned this before I'm with Vince McMahon I just I don't get Tom Green. <laughs> uh, we got some more nominations to go. Actually, we got some uh, winners too. Um, yeah. So yeah, I mentioned worst actor. Um, oh, hero by Enrique. Razzies. Hero by Enrique Iglesias was on the soundtrack as well. It's a classic. Yeah. The Stinkers yep. Bad Movie Awards. Uh, it was nominated for Worst Picture. It won Worst Actor, Tim Allen. Won Worst Supporting Actor, Chevy Chase. Um, let see. Worst Supporting Actress, Courtney Cox, nominated. Worst Screenplay, Courtney Cox, nominated. Uh, sorry, yeah, worst, not, not Courtney Cox. She was not the screenwriter. But uh, Zoom was Worst Screenplay. Most Intrusive Musical Score, 
<laughs> it was nominated for that. The Spencer Breslin Award for Worst Performance by a Child in a Feature Role was Spencer Breslin. Um, also for the Santa Claus 3, Escape Clause, and the Shaggy Dog. That's a winner. Worst Ensemble, Zoom, was a nominated. Foulest Family Film, Zoom 1. Least Special Effects Effects, Zoom, was nominated. Uh, and the Best Performance in a Feature Film... Sorry, this is the Young Artist Award. Best Performance in a Feature Film. Young Actress, age 10 or younger, Ryan Newman was nominated. And uh, as I pointed out to you yesterday, she grew up and got hot. So yeah, congratulations. She yeah, she did. Good for her. Yeah, I mean, yeah. That's, She's you know, still not a daughter, but yeah, she did well. Yeah, life's easier when you're good looking. Don't let anyone yeah. ever tell you differently. That's why life is so hard for me. <laughs> Waka, so easy waka, for waka. me. All right. Well, let's get into this much maligned cast. <laughs> that's my new thing, by the way. I'm doing Fozzie Bear. Oh, that's topical. Yep. <laughs> oh, oh, that's why I love you, man. Um, let's see here. Cast. Damn them. Ryan Newman as Princess. What did you think of her? I mean, you know, she was a little girl. Uh, she wasn't too bad, honestly. She's, you know, this cute little girl. I mean, you know. She's an actor. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to really, you know. She, uh, you know, she and Tim Allen. I see. I saw what they were going for, and it was, it was, a, it was fine, I suppose. Yeah, that's that's high praise, pal. Um. Let's see here. Yeah, she was not good. Like, even for a child actor, not good. Yeah, I try to be a little nicer, but yeah, you're... <laughs> I mean, it's hard It's hard to really grade on a curve like that. Yeah. Let's see here. Oh, hey, cameos. Real quick, cameos from uh, Fez, uh, Wilmer Valderrama, and Devin Aoki from Sin City. As well. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't even notice her, but... <laughs> Picture, that's all. Oh, oh also Alexis Bledel from uh, Sin City and Gilmore Girls. Uncredited, very smart for her. <laughs> yes, good for her. Good for her. She didn't, didn't want to ruin the popularity of uh, Gilmore Girls. Uh, Kate Mara as Summer Jones slash Wonder. <laughs> um, glad someone got a career out of this movie. Uh I mean, uh, she went on, obviously, to do a lot of big roles, you know. She was 24. Yeah, she had a big role in, uh, um, I almost said White House Down, but, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, shoot, it was, uh, it's the President movie with, um, why can't I think of it? Oh, House of Cards, jeez. Yeah, uh, so yeah, she had a big role in that, when I think, uh, I think, uh, the President pushed her into front of a train. <laughs> that was, uh, he, you shall not be named Lex Luthor. <laughs> oh, you mean noted, uh, noted, uh, predator, Kevin Spacey. Yeah. Lex Luthor, Kevin Spacey. But yeah, yeah, I think he pushed her in front of a train and, um, you mean like James Storm did to Mickey James? Uh, no, except she died. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. Uh, but yeah, I mean, 
it's hard to really like I would not have watched this movie and thought, yep, that'll be the one that breaks out. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, she did okay, I guess. I guess she did the best of anyone, and that's just a low bar. <laughs> Spencer Breslin as Tucker Williams slash Mega Boy. Um, surely he wasn't as fat as the costume he was in. Not uh, like when he got huge, but like when he was at quote unquote normal size is what I'm saying. Yeah, he he left no impression on me. What did you think of when he did the special effects to inflate his head? That was uh, really that scared the hell out of me, dude. <laughs> that was really poorly done. Yeah, that was very bad. Yeah, um, let's see, yeah? Uh, we can do them as one, Chevy Chase and Rip Torn. What were they doing here? Oh, <laughs> uh, here's what I'll say about Chevy Chase. You ever watch the Chappelle show? Yes. You remember that skit when Dave Chappelle's on the witness stand, and they're asking about Michael Jackson, and his only defense is, he made Thriller. <laughs> That's what I'm going to say here, I'm just going to say... The man was Clark Griswold. Okay. He was Clark Griswold. I, I just... It's a really <laughs> weird casting decision. Uh, he had a yeah. couple lines that I thought were funny, but I don't think he knew why he was in this movie. And, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I, I think it was... I think this was, hey, we're going to cast someone that the parents will like. And... Mm. You know, I I bet you anything the funny lines were written by him because they felt like almost improv. And I wrote, mm. I think there's only two of them, but I wrote them down. But other than other than those couple lines, he was not good. But it's, it's I mean, it's hard to. It's like what, what was he supposed to do? I mean, he's like, hey, you get electrocuted, then you start speaking gibberish. Like, how do you make that good? I mean, this is you can't. Go yeah. back to the Suffering Succotash Roman Reigns. Dean, how do I make this sound cool? You can't. Okay. You're right, but uh, at the same time, I don't feel too bad for him because he probably got paid a pretty penny, and from everything I hear about him on Community is he was an asshole at the time. Yeah, that's unfortunate. It's. I think Eddie Murphy had the same deal. I don't know. Maybe it's just like... I don't know. The only thing I can say in both their defenses is you go from like... Hollywood royalty to like, you know, you're doing Zoom or Pluto Nash, yeah. and it's like <laughs> maybe it just maybe it just crumbles your ego to the point where whatever. But I, I think I've heard the same about Chevy Chase on the set of Vacation, so I don't know. But the man was Clark Griswold. I mean, it's like you got to watch Christmas Vacation this Christmas. It's bro, I've seen Christmas Vacation before. You. I, Pretty sure you and John said you hadn't seen it. I've seen it before, dude. Well, then watch watch Vacation. Okay, all right. My, my number one all time comedy is Vacation. Wow. Mhm. High praise. The um, highest. Courtney Cox as Doctor Marsha Holloway, psychologist, and she had powers as. Yeah, she was not good. Uh, no. This was. Um, she was a weird mark. Yeah. So it's like, so she's she's getting off. I mean, Friends wrapped up what like a couple years earlier. So this is like, um, this is like the post Jordan Bulls. You know, it's like a, a once iconic 
you know, actor. I mean, she dominated prime time for however long Friends was on, getting like 10, 15, 20 million viewers or whatever. And now it's like, you're Zoom. Like I said, post-Jordan era Bulls, uh, not good. Yeah, no, sorry, you were uh, right. There's a... There's a discussion being had about Sami Zayn in a group chat I'm in, and uh, even as a Sami Zayn fan, I had said that he needs to take some time off and hit a treadmill. Am I am I off base in that? I don't watch SmackDown. I wouldn't know. Look, it, okay, I will say this. After multiple injuries, he's put on weight. Well, I'll believe you. Yeah. He is not. Uh, he is not 2014, Sami Zayn. I will tell you that right now. Well, all right. Either way, pardon me. Uh, yeah, Courtney Cox was not impressive. Um, actually, she was impressive in the wrong way. Yes. Oh, you forgot Michael Cassidy is Houdini. What do you mean? I didn't forget. Uh, everyone, everyone forgot him. That's the problem. All right. Well, moving on to the main event. <laughs> Yes, yes. (laughs) I know that's a crappy Tim Allen, but I don't care. Uh, Tim Allen as uh, Zoom. Jack Jack Shepard. (laughs) Yeah, it's... (laughs) Look, I've never watched uh, Last Man Standing. I've heard it's, you know, pretty good. Not bad. uh, Yeah, for some reason, Tim Allen is just... You know, home improvement. Uh, and look, I've seen old home improvements now. It doesn't age well at all. But I'm not going to deny its popularity in the 90s. It was a massive show. And mm-hmm. apparently, you know, uh, Last Man Standing does does all right. So maybe just stick to TV because this was uh, this was not good. He, yeah. he really mailed it in. I'll say that. that. But it's like he's never been good in a movie, so... Well, what no, I, I, t- I take that about? back. I take that back. Uh, Toy Story. You've seen the Santa Claus, I assume. Yeah. Well, that one was okay. Toy Story is the exception, but that was just a voice. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Santa Claus is, is it's fine, I guess. Hmm. I'm going to have to look deeper into his filmography, because surely there's something else on there. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I don't. I Dude, he was great in Philadelphia. What are you talking about? I never saw it. I'm, I'm joking. That was Tom Hanks. All right. Well, I don't know why you said that. Galaxy, because they were in Toy Story together. Why are you? Ah, you're 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 no budding me. You're supposed to yes and, and you're no budding is what you're doing. Uh, Galaxy Quest sucked. Okay, think what you want, pal. I haven't seen it in years. I wouldn't know. Um, hey, he was in one episode of the Larry Sanders show as Tim Allen. He was Larry Sanders. Yes. Yes. He played the role of Larry Sanders. Hey, he was in one episode of the Drew Carey show as Tim Allen. I, you know, I actually remember that. That was, uh, really? Yeah. That was actually kind of fun. Bro, the Drew Carey show ruled. Yeah. They, I miss when sitcoms used to do that. Like uh, Drew Carey uh, does appears on like an episode of Coach, so he exists in the uh, Minnesota State universe, the Coach verse, as I call it. And <laughs> so you know, it's uh, 
Yeah, it's it, they all uh, they all connect. I, I like when shows do that. I don't think they do that anymore. Yeah. Did you like uh, Did you like the Drew Carey show? Yeah, I loved it. You love the theme song too, right? Eh, Cleveland's all right. I don't know if it rocks. Ah, uh, you're from Ohio. You're supposed to love Cleveland. It's all right. Also, by the time this comes out, you'll get to see Mox versus Suzuki in person. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Cincinnati. Cincinnati wishes it was not part of Ohio, though. But can you can you tell I really don't want to talk about this movie? <laughs> well, let's just get right into it. I don't have a ton of notes because it was only 88 minutes. But my God, I I paused it thinking it was nearly over, and I have still had 40 minutes to go. I did the same thing around, like, the 50-minute mark, yeah. It's like, God, you got to be kidding me. And the fact is, it could have been cut down. <laughs> All right. Let's dive into it. So, I just ripped this from Wikipedia because I didn't care about writing it enough. Decades prior to the start of the film, the Zenith team are five young superheroes who fought to protect the world from evil... By the way, this is like the uh, introduction. Uh, led by Jack Shepard, Captain Zoom, and his older brother Connor Shepard, Concussion, the old CTE power, Yep. Uh, the American military sought to enhance the team's powers using an experimental form of radiation uh, called Gamma-13. This made Zoom faster and stronger, but the Gamma turned Concussion into the Dark Side. Turned Concussion to the Dark Side. So yes, CTE. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, consult uh, Junior Seau and uh, freaking um, oh, what's his name? Florida guy who killed people. Aaron oh, Hernandez. Yeah, Aaron there we Hernandez. Go. Yeah. yeah. Chris Benoit. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Mike Adamley. He's alive. <laughs> yeah, he hasn't killed anyone, but, you know. Someone yeah. pointed it out, and they're like, hey, maybe you shouldn't necessarily go back and laugh at old Mike Adamley WWE clips. And I'm like, oh, yeah, maybe you're right. Well, I'm proud to say I never did because I didn't watch him. <laughs> <laughs> you're not, not, I didn't laugh at it because I had a feeling, not just, I didn't laugh at it because I didn't see him. That's, that's great, Ed. You're uh, mighty white of you, sir. Thank you, thank you. Uh, I'm glad you've adopted that. <laughs> uh, I'm taking it back, bro. Look, I wanted Mike Adam Lee to be successful because, you know, American Gladiators was my thing. Yeah. It just didn't work out. Jeff Harvey. Uh, so, yeah. Again, uh, he at work, dude, but go off. Yeah. So, thinking Zoom and the team betrayed him, Concussion killed his teammates, Marksman, Ace, and... Dar Daravia, whatever. Hey, at the table for Omni Man. Yeah. So yes, concussion uh, did have CTE. Yeah. And he was uh, believed to have been destroyed by Zoom at the cost of his powers, but he was sent into another dimension instead. I often get that confused as well. Like, oh, I killed him, or maybe I sent him to another dimension. I can't remember. <laughs> Yeah, those are two very similar uh, things. Yeah. Now, I will say, I, I, I saw that intro, and it's like, whoa, they talk about killing people. And, like, I knew the movie was going to suck, so I wasn't, like, getting my hopes up. But I was like, you know, that's not a terrible premise for a movie. Like, just that. That's not bad. And then we get to the very next scene, 
Area 52, which I'm like, oh, no. Why can't they just use Area 51? Like, it's not like it's copyrighted. <laughs> yeah. You're not going to get sued by the CIA. <laughs> yeah, they didn't even admit it existed until, like, a few years ago. Uh, which, uh, what do you think they do at Area 51? I'm pretty sure it's just they build spy planes and drones, but... What do I think they do at Area 51? Yeah. But there's, there's that 1%, you know... That's like, what if there is aliens there? That's what's so intriguing about it. What do they do? Butt stuff. You know, if you look at Area 51 on Google Earth, there's like a baseball field. Really? Swear to God. It, I mean, it's like a, di- a dirt-shaped diamond that, like, you could absolutely say, like, that could be... I mean, look, it's a military base. you got to unwind. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, I don't know if it that's, is for certain, next, but it's like... That, that, it, is the, that is the next move for the MLB. In Game of Area 51, that'd be pretty cool. Yes, yeah, that and the Sandlot, that's it. Yeah, that, yeah. look, it, it just look, ju- just judge for yourself, that's all I say. And I, I feel like it probably is. I mean, like, it's, you know, they gotta do something out there. I mean, what it, you know, seems, seems pretty boring. Anyway, um... So yeah, they're at Area 52, and I rolled my eyes at that. And then we get, this is where I was like, hey, that, that premise is not too bad. You know, we got murder. That's kind of cool. You know, we got, uh, you know, this superhero team that got works with the government, and they got killed. That's cool. And then, like, the very first line is uh, you have General Larrabee. Uh, we didn't talk about him. It's terrible. I don't know what Rip Torn was doing except taking a paycheck. But, uh, yeah, uh, him and Dr. Grant, Chevy Chase, they're talking about concussion coming back, and Grant says something to him. He's like, I don't speak geek. I'm like, oh. He said, uh, he, sir, he said, I don't speak geek. Pardon me. I speak Greek, not geek. Yeah, and I, uh, as soon as he said that, I'm like, okay, well, never mind. This, there, was, <laughs> there really wasn't going to be any hope for this movie. I, you know. So, they, uh... They talk about con- concussion coming back, and he wants to reactivate the Zenith program. He's like, find me some misfits, some teenagers with attitude. I'm, I, made, <laughs> I made that part up, but yeah, he did say misfits. Yeah. So they go find Jack, who's a mechanic now, and Marsha's outside his garage, and, you know, Tim Allen's outside. By the way, he stirs his coffee with his finger going really, really fast. Yeah. I uh, feel like he just should have told that to Marsha. Or not told her, but just showed that to Marsha. And hey, maybe hey, he Mar- could have skipped the whole movie. And <laughs> hey, hey, it out. Yeah. <laughs> That's the parody. That's the porn parody right there for sure. It's also a terrible looking effect. but uh, Yeah. So, yeah, uh, Marsha's outside his garage. And I wasn't, it's like he sees her across the street and he's, you know, gawking at her. It's like this oh, hot girl in a green dress. And he's like, watch out, there's a car coming. And then did she pretend to get hit by the car or did she actually get clipped by it? I think she pretended to get hit by the car. Okay, because I thought that too. And then the very next, like moments later, Dr. Grant shows up and... He's like, well, you don't have a choice. I'm co- I'm taking you with me. And then he shoots him with a dart, and Zoom passes out. 
I'm like, so what the hell was the point of the car thing? Why did she need to do that? What? Yeah, I'm not <laughs> sure. So then I was like, maybe that was intentional, and she's just a really bad pantomiming of being hit by a car. I don't know. Uh, it's sure. not worth discussing. So then we meet the future uh, team, which I don't know why they did it now instead of after the auditions. It's like killed all the suspense. If this movie had any suspense, it would have killed it. <laughs> but we have Cindy Collins, age six, who has super strength. Summer Jones, age 16. I just wrote the ability to make stuff boil by looking at it and get spaghetti sauce all over me and cheerleaders. How about the ability to lie about her age? She was 23 when this came out. Yeah, you know, better than some of the cast of 13 Reasons Why who were like almost <laughs> you mean in like, their 40s. You mean like Monty who was 30 when the first season came out? Yeah. I remember watching that first season. I'm like, you know, some of these actors could pass for high school seniors. And then I'm like, oh, they're supposed to be freshmen. Never mind. None of them can pass <laughs> for that. Oh, man. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I wasn't sure what Summer's power was, but it's apparently like telekinesis and reading people's minds, I guess. I don't know. Who cares? Uh, Dylan West, who is age 17, he can turn invisible. And Tucker Williams, age 12, who can grow his He's ass to an enormous size and jump into a pool and splash everyone like a jerk. Oh, I thought I thought his power was being fat. Well, he can make himself fatter. Yeah. He could also be in uh, the last live-action Dr. Seuss movie as well. Oh, was he? Uh, yeah, he was in The Cat in the Hat. And apparently the way that was written with uh, the cat being so violent and uh, just miserable that the Su the Seuss estate was like, never do a live-action Seuss movie again. Oh, man. So much for yeah. the Butter Battle Wars. What? Or maybe it's... No, the, yeah, the Butter Battle Wars, man. Look it up. The people that... It's a perfect analogy for, like, Twitter, too, because it's like the people that have, they butter their bread right side up and the people that butter their bread right side down and they just constantly argue and fight over something that doesn't matter and they just like one of them brings like one weapon like I brought a slingshot and the other one brings like a bigger slingshot and the other one brings like a robot and the other one brings a bigger robot it's pretty good it's huh. it's you read it and it's like god this is twitter <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Seuss was so ahead of his time. Or maybe it's the Butter Battle book. Anyway, just search Dr. Seuss and Butter Battle, and I'm sure it'll come up. So, Jack, or uh, rather, Grant tells Jack they'll pay him $500,000 to do this mission. And I'm like, why a half a million? Why not a full million? Who cares? It's not real. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, the government pays... The government drops, like, a half a million dollars, like, on a box of tissues like that's yeah. I don't know so Jack gets uh, to evaluate the new team and they pick the kids that we already mentioned but there was other ones that had crappy powers like a guy that could explode boogers from his nose or something yeah and the waffler yeah and then the guy that farted uh huh that was just that was for the kids man and Jack tells them that they'll need Gamma, and Marsha's like, no, they won't. And then Grant and the General talk, and they basically say, yeah, they might need Gamma. And Grant, which, I mean, like, none of this ever 
pays off, so who cares? But this is one of Chevy Chase's great lines where he's like, well, whatever happens, I'll do whatever I can to make sure it's not my fault. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, Chevy Chase, he's, he still has some good lines in him, even in this. That, that, that fella. It's Clark Griswold. I just can't say anything bad about the man. <laughs> so Marsha then gives all the kids comics and tells them that Jack was Captain Zoom, and they're all surprised. I'm like, wasn't this, like, common knowledge? I don't know. <laughs> Uh, Dylan doesn't like Zoom because he thinks he's a bum and he turns invisible and runs off because he hates it here. Yeah. Yeah, I... That Dylan kid was not likable at all. No. But I have the second Chevy Chase line because Tim Allen's like, oh, he hates it here. And then Grant's like, I don't know why. Good food. (laughs) (laughs) And that's the end of the Chevy Chase humor. Yep. So uh, Jack then talks to Marsha. She clumsily falls over the table. I, I, it's like, guys, slapstick was out in the '90s. What are you still doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was not did did not appeal to my sense of humor because you know, much like last week with my Super X, you know, I, I reviewed it as a rom com. I watched this as a comedy, and it's just it's not funny, dude. Yeah, I remember watching the movie Mr. Magoo, which came out in 97, and I loved the cartoon. Yeah. But the this was like the first slapstick movie, with Jennifer Garner in it, by the way. Yep. <laughs> uh, it's like the first slapstick movie that I watched. I'm like, this isn't funny. And I wanted to like it, because Leslie Nielsen's great. Yeah. But it's like, uh, this one's, this isn't funny. With, I don't know. And I think that, for me, 97's when Slapstick died. And uh, here's Zoom, nine years later, like, nope, we're bringing it back. <laughs> well, it didn't work. Oh, man. Hey, guys, um, if you were in the theaters around the time this came out, I hope you saw Clerks 2 instead. Oh, yeah, that was great. And it was very good, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I still remember that trailer. I mean, it's hard to forget Rosario Dawson. Mm. Mm-hmm. So, where are we at in this abomination? Okay. Yeah, she clumsily falls over her desk. Uh, he thinks this idea is bad, and then we can't have these kids thinking they are superheroes. Anyway, after a meeting of the impending threat, Zoom takes the kids to the UFO, which is... The Zenith team vehicle, which, uh... Uh, This whole scene, bro, just... Yeah, this was bad. Okay, it was like, hey, I want to drive. Drives the car poorly. Hey, let's go get food. They go to a drive-thru, they order a bunch of food, and then uh, Fat Boy Spencer is like, hey, what do you guys want now? It's like, okay, I've seen that gag done a million times, much better uh, the best the best version of that is from uh, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, if you remember that particular cutscene. Uh, not really. Big Smoke orders, like, four different combo meals. It's wild. I mean, the idea of a superhero team having a UFO is kind of different. I like that, but yeah. they it goes 15 miles an hour. He, he picks up a cow because, you know, he's, Spencer's going to eat it. And yeah. Like, yeah. 
fat, get it? Yeah, and then they go to Wendy's, and yeah, it's stupid. That, that, oh, that's the, oh my god, that's the whole reason this scene existed. Product placement? <laughs> yes. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, this is one of a few scenes that could have been cut. By the way, we'd already had one training montage. Here comes number two. And if you're wondering, yes, it did include tons of hilarious hijinks. But uh, it didn't go well. The kids accused Jack of not training them well. Meanwhile, concussion is two days away. Which, the map was weird. The map showed, like, his path. And he's like... Los Angeles to Las Vegas. There's like a red line on the screen. Do you remember that? No. Yeah, there's like a red line on the map, and it's like zoom or concussions coming. And it's like, is he walking from L.A.? What? I don't understand <laughs> this. It's... Yeah, the, bro, concussion is such a nothing character. That's why yeah. we didn't talk about him when we did the cast. Uh, he exists. Okay, and here's the thing. You can do the, like, villain doesn't show up until the end of the movie. You can do that build, and it can be done well. It wasn't done well here. Because, and here's the thing. I don't expect it from a kid's movie. I don't expect that to be done well. Um, something more centered for adults, this kind of thing where, like, the villain only shows up at the very end, that's when it can be done well. Yeah. Uh, it's... <laughs> If you're on the Wikipedia page for Zoom, just hover over the photo they they use for uh, concussion and tell me he doesn't look like David Hogg. Uh, yeah, that's David Hogg right there. <laughs> Looks exactly like him. David Hogg's father. Yep. It's the Hogg father. There we go. Wow. So, um, uh, yeah. There. Anyway, the the map was confusing because I'm like, why the is way, what is the red line for? I don't know, but I sincerely wonder how much Alexis Bledel, Devin, Aoki, Devin Aoki, and Wilmer Valderrama got paid to have their picture taken. Hopefully, a lot. Yeah. Anyway, uh, the kids. This was a scene that didn't need to exist. The kids trap Grant in some kind of weather simulator, and then they get him all wet. They strike him with lightning, they dump snow on him and rocks, and then release a skunk spray on him and laugh at his pain and misery. And I was like, that's mean. That makes me not like the kids. Uh -huh. what, what did Dr. Grant do to you? Like, why, did, why well, are you treating him so poorly? Here's the problem. Again, this is for children, and you're watching this as an adult. Uh, kids are very sadistic in nature. And a kid would find this funny because, oh, he's not dead, so we can laugh. I guess. I don't know. It seemed like bullying, and it's like... Oh, it's definitely bullying. They definitely yeah. shoved him in a locker, proverbially speaking. Yeah, when he was... Like I said, this was where he was struck by lightning. He's just like... Blah, 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 and I'm just like, man, this guy was in Fletch and Caddyshack and Christmas Vacation and Vacation... How do you treat the act? How do you how do you treat the man like this? Like this is this is just uh, so sad. Anyway, Zoom uh, makes Dylan the leader of the team for some reason. Uh, because he is the uh, oldest male. Yeah, yeah. This That's... was a real this was a real diverse group of heroes, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> this was a real diverse movie. Everyone was white. Uh, yeah. Except Fez, that's it, dude. 
Sorry, yeah. and Deb Aoki. But again, those two were just in pictures. That's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, you're you're right. <laughs> uh, yep. Um. So yeah, he makes Dylan the leader of the team and uh, tells him that concussion was his brother and killed the rest of his team. Or Dylan figured it out. One of the two. Who cares? And the next day in class, they're like, well, we can't find Zoom anywhere. And then Zoom immediately walks in. It's like, well, you didn't look very hard. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so now but, but Zoom... Sort of, what, like, what? That drama just came out of nowhere. They built it. <laughs> they hot-shotted that drama into the movie and immediately killed it. Yeah, I don't know why. It's like, we can't find him anywhere. Oh, here he is. It's like the SmackDown hacker, except no, it's not because the SmackDown hacker storyline existed for like eight, you know, eight weeks and they built it up and they progressed it and then they dropped it. But yeah. it was like the hacker shows up and then a week later it's gone. And that would be uh, Hayden Vance <laughs> as a real deep cut. The deepest uh, cut. I feel like I feel like wasn't his name like Vance Hayden? No, whatever. Who cares? I, either way, off. I know exactly who you're talking about, and it's ridiculous that I do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so now... Hayden. Wait, what? Hayde Vanson. Oh, okay. Well, close enough. Because he, he had that promo in, like, December of 08, and then got released three weeks later. Mm-hmm. Weird. So Zoom has decided to be a good teacher now. Mm-hmm. And a uh, third training montage of the movie begins. I can't stand to fly. I'm not that naive. I'm more than a bird. I'm more than a plane. Sorry. That that was that whole sappy mm-hmm. little bit in there. I don't know if we already passed that or not. But, yeah, again, they, they built up a drama. They, they manufactured a drama, rather. They didn't even build it up. And then immediately resolved it. <laughs> yeah. Well, the team is a lot better during this training session. They did, like, some weird paintball thing where, like, the paintballs fly at you from, like, a thousand different directions. Yeah. And then they pass that, and it's like, yeah, we did it. Uh, so Grant comes up with a plan to drop this big metal net on concussion and have Zoom use his speed to reverse the effects of the gamma. But they're like, well, Zoom doesn't have his powers, but if he did, this would be a good plan. It's like, okay. <laughs> so why are you doing it if he doesn't have his powers? Uh, then they have a uh, a dance to celebrate their success. Which is weird. Uh, yeah. Dylan and Summer flirt, and it's, then they dance. They have, a, they have a dance, but it's like, it's four kids and a bunch of scientists. That's it. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. But yes, uh, Dylan and Summer flirt, and then they dance. Zoom and Marsha dance, and the general comes in. Yeah. And he ends this party, which I don't blame him. That was it's like, what are you doing? You, what are you celebrating? Your mission's tomorrow. What, what? What the hell are you dancing for? Plus, there's only like ten of us in here. Yeah, I agree with the general in this case. Yeah. So oh, General Zoom, Larrabee. Yeah. So then Zoom gives them names. Dylan's Houdini. Trash. Summer is Wonder, which uh, I feel like a DC lawsuit's coming right around the corner with that one. Yeah, yeah except it clearly never did. Well, they probably realized there's, probably, no, <laughs> there's no they, money to they get. They probably saw this, 
Yeah, there's like, yeah, there's nothing to profit <laughs> off of here. We, we, yeah. Do we take their debt? What do we do? It's like suing a broke man. You're just not going to get any money. Yeah. Uh, Cindy is princess. Mm-hmm. Whatever. And Tucker is mega boy. Yeah. Chubbs. When he grows up, he'll be mega man. Then he'll get a lawsuit. Can we just call him Chubbs instead? Yes. Okay, good. Guys, Man, it's okay. I'm a, I'm a clean uh, 250 plus. I can I can say that. All right. Yeah. So anyway, Houdini has like another power apparently, where he can see a different room. <laughs> so he's and, got like a Superman X-ray vision then. No, he's got like uh, Charles Xavier when he senses something's wrong in, on the other side of the world. Except in this case, it's the other. It's another room. <laughs> yeah. And he sees that. Oh, we're being prepared for a fight with concussion. And I was like, didn't they know that? But apparently, no, they didn't. <laughs> I have no idea why they didn't tell him. It doesn't seem like there's much of a benefit to not telling them. Yeah, I don't. <sighs> it seems Sorry. like they'd they'd train harder. If they knew what they were up against. Yeah, if they were, yeah, if they knew they were gonna have to fight a uh, terror. Yeah, instead it's like I'm just getting you in shape, just cause. Yeah. Like okay. Uh, anyway, they lock up Zoom because he doesn't think that they're ready to fight concussion. So Marsha's taking the kids to the mission, but then it's revealed that she has powers and she can use her super breath to blow people away. Uh, so they rescue Zoom and figure out, yes, that was intentional, and they figure out the UFO, or rather Wonder does, and it's like, oh, this is how you drive it, and now it goes fast. And they take Jack to the portal, which is, I guess, where Concussion comes out of, and there he is. <laughs> and he appears, and he realizes Jack lost his power, so he blasts him twice with his Concussion Blast. Not a bad power, I guess, for a villain. Yeah. And the military tries to use the net, and he blasts that towards Princess. But then uh, Jack's powers come back, and he saves her by running really fast and taking her away. Well, Yeah. So, I will say that the movie did do a good job of building up the... Uh, and this is the one uh, compliment I will give the movie. It did a good job of building up the relationship of Zoom and Princess. Yeah. It did. So, Zoom tells them to wait there. Then he takes off and runs through the desert. Of course, he has to fall because more slapstick. And then he went and grabbed, like, the costume that Grant made for him. He's like, oh, I wish you could have used this one day. And then that's, he finally suits up. And he's like, ah, call me Zoom. (laughs) The the team then beats up Concussion fairly easily. Like, he yeah, poses gonna, very little with, of a threat at this point. With a soundtrack behind them to let you know, hey, there's nothing, no, there's no drama here. Don't worry, guys. It's all good. We're just becoming a team. Yeah, even Houdini says, you really suck at this. Yes. <laughs> just ba- uh, So Zoom then runs around Concussion and traps him in a vortex and I guess removes the dark gamma powers from his Concussion. So good. Good job. And then, uh, I guess Zoom kind of quits from the General's team and takes Grant with them to be their own team. I don't know what that was, but that's... It felt like they're like, well, General, we're done with you, but Grant, come on, you're with us now. It's like, what? Did they think there was going to be a sequel, and what is this? Yeah, they're setting up the sequel with uh, the 
Silver Surfer coming. I'm not sure. Yeah. Well, three months later, Princess is in a school play playing a princess, of course. Mm-hmm. Mega Boy is a soccer goalie using his powers to an unfair advantage. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Why is he being allowed to play there? I don't know. That's not fair. And no, it's not fair at all. I agree. Soup's uh, in uh, sports. I said it. Yeah, I agree. Uh, or play with other soups. Yep, exactly. Wonder has decided to join her tormentors, the cheerleaders. <laughs> yeah, why? I don't understand. Well, she knows that that's the popular girls, and now she's Stop. probably going to make fun of the losers. Yeah, exactly. She's going to start, you know, stuffing nerds in lockers and whatnot. Yeah, and her and Houdini kiss, which I mm-hmm. guess they go to the same school now. Yeah, that that never really got explained. But then all their pagers go off, and then they meet Zoom and take their UFO to their next mission. Roll credits. Did you watch the credits? They had outtakes. Uh, okay, I was going to say that. The, the thing I love about comedies from the, the late 2000s and even before is the outtakes at the end, actually, but no. There was one funny... Most of them were just generic outtakes. There was one funny one where uh, Tim Allen forgot his line and Courtney Cox just says, where's Matt LeBlanc? And I laughed at that. (laughs) Good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, That was Zoom. Yep, that was Zoom. I agree. Uh, This movie sucked. I gave my one... um, compliment earlier i will not watch this again i'm gonna be gracious i'm gonna give it because it was short because it didn't overstay its welcome i'm going to give this a two and a half hmm well i you know as i mentioned earlier i was not looking forward to this movie at all yeah and then i heard the opening spiel and it's like you know I won't say, I I certainly won't say this was, uh, there was a good movie buried in there, because there's not. This needed, as Norman Osborn says, back to formula. You'd have to (laughs) strip away all of the goofy slapstick, a lot of recastings to do, Mm -hmm. uh, make it more serious. But you could have had something similar to Sky High, I think. And the premise is not that bad, like, Training a new team because your last partner turned evil and killed your old team. That's kind of cool. But then it just all goes downhill from there. So, yeah. And a couple funny Chevy Chase lines, but uh, I've been agreeing a lot lately. But I, I knew beforehand I was going to go two and a half. So, <laughs> there we go. Two yeah, and a half we, as well. Uh, I mean, we were a half point off last week. We were the same the week before. So, yeah, a lot of a uh, lot of agreement here lately. Um, and we do we don't discuss these prior to us talking about them at the end of the podcast as well. So so these ratings are reached independently. Um, that being said, folks, next week we are reviewing Back to Marvel. We're going into the <laughs> Marvel Knights collection because we will be reviewing Ghost Rider, starring Nicolas Cage and Eva Mendez, I believe. Eva Mendez, yeah. Sam Elliott, who I'm going to be watching that movie tonight. Oh, really? You're going to watch that tonight? Hey, buddy, I'm I'm busy the rest of the week. This is my only free night. Oh, yeah, you got Dynamite on Wednesday. What are you doing the rest of this week that you were busy for, like, four more days, bro? Well, Thursday is football. 
Yep. Uh, Friday, going to a friend's house, and Saturday, uh, uh, Saturday, I guess we're either, I'll, I'll either, I'll either have plans or recording, but Sunday night I won't have plans, so. Okay, well, one of those nights we're gonna record, and we're gonna record something on Netflix. Well, it will already have dropped by the time the episode comes out, but. You've all seen it anyway, who cares? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. But, but uh, uh, HBO Now for Ghost Rider, by the way. HBO Now. We're out of 2006. We're into the 07s. Also, sir, it's HBO Max. What did I, oh, well, I was looking at uh, Watch Now under the little HBO Max logo. Yep. So I yep. got my stuff confused. Or you can buy it on Prime for $3. Yeah, um, I don't know. Maybe do that if you want to. Uh, no, but... I'm going to watch it for free. <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea. Um, let's see here. Did I write? Okay. I believe this, w- yeah, this was a Tim Allen quote, and he said, uh, ha Boy, for a straight guy, you sure are dramatic. Every morning, I wake up just the same. Another victim of ordinary pain. I don't see myself as invincible. It's not true at all. I'm just your average, ordinary, everyday superhero. Trying to save the world, but never really sure.
Yeah.